0: Welcome to Gang Into Good Trouble, where we talk about struggles to teach you the trouble. Today we're going to be talking about the EuroPride protests in Serbia.
1: Alright, hello. So I'm going to talk about the history of pride. So basically pride, or the first... (laughs) Pride, just as it was established, was a riot against police raids in gay bars and gay bars were really really important at that time because that's where all the youth and the people that were kicked out of their homes and all that stuff would go to these gay bars and the mafia ran, ran them actually they exploited their wealthy gay customers for money so they would basically blackmail them into saying oh you're gay give us money or else we'll tell your employer or we'll tell the media and it was a very good business for them. But anyway, um, they also bribed off the police... to not raid the bars, um, and the police took the bribes for a time, but then they raided the Stonewall Inn, and they grabbed all the people, and they were shoving someone into a police car, we don't know who it was, and uh, they yelled, please someone do something, and the riot started, people were throwing bricks, they burned down the Stonewall Inn, and they had a riot for a couple of days, and that was the first Pride, it was established as a pull on parade parade later and with the flag invention, and it became the pride we know and love today.
0: On the internet recently, there have been a lot of videos of bigots in Serbia throwing stun grenades at the parade and yelling homophobic slurs. These suggest that the country still has a long way to go before it can call itself a safe space for queer minorities.
1: In addition to all this tension, there's also uh, tensions with the country Costco that just declared its independence from Serbia years prior. Additionally, Andre Minik, Secretary for the Organization Deveri, stated that eighty-five percent of the Serbian population are against the promotion of homosexualism and pride. And that's the issue here. He went on to state that they did not not want the laws protecting LGBTQ individuals in the workplace, but that they regard Pride is a tyranny of an extreme minority that's trying to impose its own values in contradiction with the collective moral values of society.
0: So, as a quick summary, in 1994, same-sex sexual activity has been legal in Serbia. But something that's a little concerning to me as a person is that the equal age of consent is 14, and has been since 2006. And there have been anti-discrimination laws in employment since '05, although a majority of these have been ignored by a larger population. And there is also these laws in the area of provision in... Oh, good. Um, there's also anti-discrimination laws in the media and in other areas. In the media since 2002 and everywhere else since 2009. Even though there are hate crime laws that include sexual orientation and gender identity, people tend to just disregard these. They've been in place since 2012, and since then there have still been a variety of hate crime activities that would not have been tolerated in other places that were simply ignored in Serbia.
1: Uh, There has been some improvement, seeing as though um, Serbia's current prime minister that was um, re- instated by the Serbian president for another term, is gay, and does openly have a partner, but this is only a small step in the right direction, and Serbia has taken many, many, many steps backward.
0: Well, the prime minister does have a partner and is openly out, same-sex marriages have been constitutionally banned in Serbia since 2006. And there's still pending recognition of same-sex couples as equal to heterosexual couples, which isn't great.
1: So additionally, this pride, uh, conflict has also been escalated by the tensions with the country Kosovo which uh, recently has split off from Serbia and Russia. And Serbia and Russia refused to recognize it as a country. And so the president came out and was like, oh, um, we're we're banning Euro Pride, number one, because safety concerns and we don't want our officers to get hurt. Um, And number two, because we have other things to worry about, including a bunch of other crises that are happening in Serbia right
0: now. Don't forget that it was actually decided 2 or 3 years in advance. So it wasn't like a spur of the moment, we're going to do our pride protest here. It yeah. was 2 or 3 years ago Europride decided that um Serbia needed a protest. And so it's been in the works for a while.
1: We were able to get an interview with Megan Gallagher. Uh graduate student in international affairs she offered some brilliant insights on how the serbian government treats queer rights and how the prime minister plays into all of this
0: you said that it's kind of been uh there's been a history of lgbtq oppression and so when the president did cite that the tensions with Kosovo were a reason for canceling the parade. Would you agree with that statement?
2: So the president, I don't know how to say his name. I'm horrible at pronunciations. Um, so the president, so the prime minister is openly gay. Yes. Um, and she was elected. Um, I don't know necessarily when or appointed, but-
1: Recently reelected, I believe as well.
2: Good to know. Um, so there's this kind of, there's this term Um, called pinkwashing, which is when uh, you see activities by a government that has specifically humanitarian um, problems and uh, a lot of discrimination and violence and repression. It's this term called pinkwashing when they elect somebody who is a member of the LGBTQ community as a way of being like, oh, no, we're actually progressive you know, but in reality, they're using it so that way on the international field and within diplomacy and politics, they can point to that and be like, oh no, we're not homophobic. We have an openly gay prime minister. So that way on the surface, they'll look more progressive than they actually are. I think, so I think that's a part of it, of the president wanting to say that it's other things Um, When in reality, unfortunately, I think what I would guess that it would be is kind of falling towards the hate speech and like, you know, succumbing to um, the the right wing conservatives and the religious movements, because unfortunately, that is a majority of the Serbian population. Um, And so I honestly think that it was... You know, he's kind of, there's this quote that, um you know, you probably have heard, it's not just used in uh, um, in international affairs, but it's, neutrality falls on the side of the oppressor. And I think that's what you're seeing here, where he's like, oh, no, I'm neutral, this is because of Kosovo, when in reality, regardless, at the end of the day, it's helping, you know, the right-wing conservatives more than it is, the LGBTQ community.
1: Well, that's Raf. Uh, tune in next time for the next episode of Getting Into Good Trouble. We'd also like to shout out our partner who was unable to speak on this podcast uh, due to her moving. But we love you and we hope you're doing well.